Thank you for tuning in to Mafia Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zimware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and auto recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the van and create an invoice out in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Mafia Memoirs. My name is Jody Cedric. I'm Rod Pusey. And we are the ownership team of Rotafest and Zenware. And as you guys know, every Thursday we do Mafia Memoirs. It's a Facebook Live and podcast show that we uh, interview the movers and shakers, the vendors, sponsors of the detailing industry. So we're always excited to uh, and look forward <laughs> to this conversation. Um, and this week we have Art Baca from Art of Detail. Uh, joining us today. So in just a few minutes, we will, as soon as he joins us, we will bring him on and uh, have a great discussion. So um, a lot of things going on around here. <clears throat> Spring is finally here. So woohoo, we're feeling good. And uh, hopefully in your neck of the woods, things are going very well. I wanted to give a shout out uh, to uh, Mr. Ryan McGowan. I had a great discussion with him earlier in the week. And uh, he's excited to be moving forward into the spring season and out of the winter so that he can start full detailing. And there's Art. So let me see if I can bring Art <coughs> on board. So give me just a second while I hey, zoom Chris in. Wilma. Hello, Chris Wilma. So good morning, Chris. And we will add Art. I'm up a romper room and I see Chris. And I see <laughs> <laughs> You're old enough to remember Rob Brown. There we go. Probably got a little bit of this going on. Hello, Art. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. We can, we can hear you and we can see you. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to actually um, put on this. I, I'm doing good. I'm going to put on this headset uh, while I'm staring at you guys. And uh, you guys look good, by the way. So uh, it's good to be here. <laughs> well, well, like Rod always says, he says, we make this look good. <laughs> so so you got to show us your shirt you stood up and we just got a little taste of your shirt okay um let me let me plug this in <laughs> that sounds really bad i, I don't want to taste boy, shirt. Stood up and i was like what i wanted to see the decal on his shirt so oh yeah yeah it's it's pretty cool i've got a a, a really great printer out here um they're called uh, Son of a Stitch Embroidery, and it's not screen printed. It's actually printed by a computer right. um, on these shirts. What I'll do is I'll actually have this here hanging. Oh, that's and they're awesome. really good quality. Go. Nice. Yeah, they're really good quality. It's front and back, <clears throat> and uh, I've got, the, of course, the IDA logo on the sleeves and the double black uh, logo uh, on the other sleeve here. Um, but, yeah, they, it's really good quality shirts. I like them. Um, you know, and I even sell them in my shop. I sell everything. I'll sell you Excellent. anything. So 7213 yeah. Potomac, Boise, Idaho, 83704, <laughs> large, medium. Nice. Love it. Got, yeah, I got so you. Who, I got you. Who, who, 
who was the company again? Let's give them a shout out because that those are awesome shirts. Yeah, it's called uh, Son of a Stitch Embroidery. Um, nice. One of my um, actual clients, uh, his name's Mark Manning, owns that company, <laughs> and uh, he he does a lot of shirts for some of the events here in town. And I, I like his quality, and I, he could take a picture, like he can take your picture and put it on a shirt, and it looks awesome. So That's good awesome. Stuff. I love it. There, there's probably yeah. some kind of regulation about putting my picture on a shirt. It's probably yeah. not a good idea. Yeah, well, maybe if it has a target on it. <laughs> yeah, something. target around the, the red slash through it or something. We, we could make that happen, I, and I can sell those. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Yeah. Oh, man. So, so Art, tell us um, basically what is it your company specializes in? What is what do you do? What is your thing? And you know, um, how'd you get started? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, it, it's kind of a it's kind of a cool story um, how I got started. What I did, um, I, I've always been into detailing. Um, I worked at some body shops here in town. The last one I worked on was a uh, a custom body shop where we do a frame off restorations. Uh, my favorite part of it was always polishing, you know, just making the finished product, making something look great. Um, and especially with black, I, I love doing black. A lot of detailers don't like doing black vehicles. I love them. And the reason I like doing them is because they're unforgiving. You know, you can see everything you're doing with black. And that, to me, it just makes it easier, uh, you know, to be able to enhance a paint job. <clears throat> and so uh, the way I got started was uh, it, it was it was born out of necessity, um, in, in all honesty. So back in 2014, um, my ex-wife, the, the mother of my two daughters, I have two beautiful daughters who I love dearly. Um, she was diagnosed with cancer in January of 2014. And she oh, wow. passed away in March of, yeah, and she passed away on St. Patrick's Day on, in March of 2014. So it was very quick. And, um, you know, I was working, you know, a, a job at a, at a barricade uh, company uh, putting up road barricades, which was fun to me. That, that was it was a good workout and it was fun. Um, but I was working, you know, I'd work a lot of hours there, and then I'd work at the body shop. So I, you know, I, I was looking at my kids and I said, you know, they need me. You know, they they need me in their life. You know, I'm their only surviving parent. They need their father in their life. They they need that that structure. And so for about a year, I I kind of started devising different business plans, thinking of different things that I wanted to do, saying I, I've got to do something that's going to allow me more time with my family and allow me the freedom to be able to just take off when I need to. And wow. so I had about three different, I had about three different ideas going on. And my, my oldest daughter, Kalia, uh, she was, I believe, 14 at the time. Uh, you know, she was in the kitchen and, and I said, Hey, listen, this is what I want to do. And I'm not sure exactly how I want to do it. I, I, like showed her like three different plans that I had and she just looked at me she says detailing dad just do detailing okay so the next day I quit my job like I I did I walked into my job wow. um, not the body shop <laughs> one, but, but I walked into my full-time job I handed in all my stuff and I said I said I quit well you can't quit <laughs> I'm like, yes, I can. <laughs> and so, and so I, I, I quit the job. I went out and bought all my supplies. Um, I bought, you know, a, a flex polisher. I bought, you know, you know, compounds, polishes, waxes. I, I bought everything I needed. So this is crazy. And I don't recommend this to people, but this is what I did. I, I literally <laughs> had a thousand dollars to my name. Like that's it. All I had was a thousand bucks in my bank account. I spent $800, uh, actually close to $900, like eight, 
ninety something. I spent like close to nine hundred dollars on all my supplies. I'm sitting here with a hundred bucks, and I'm like, now what? You know, what do I do? <laughs> like, I have a hundred dollars left, and I just quit my job. I got a check coming next week, but I just quit my job. You know, and I, I was working part time at the body shop, so I said, well, that that might sustain me for a little bit. You know, and and I just I, I just went for it, man. I really just met, went for it and and decided that. You know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this work. I had no clue what I was doing. I, I didn't. I was like, wow, I what am I, what do I do now? So I went to a local uh, supply shop here in town and I walked in and I said, hey, listen, I, I opened my detail company. Um, and of course, you know, starting out, I'm a mobile detailer because that's all I knew, like mobile detailing. That's a big thing. And so I, I started out in the, in the trunk of my 2002 Grand Prix. Like wow. I everything into the trunk and the backseat of that Grand Prix and I said now what you know so I, I went to the side I said I don't, I don't know what to do like what do I charge <laughs> and, and, and they gave me honestly like I, I got the worst advice ever they told me call around see what everybody else is charging and do the same well it makes sense at that okay well yeah competitiveness yeah. right be competitive and so I did I started calling around called places hey you know I have a I was making up cars. I have a 2013 Camaro that's black and, you know, how much for a detail? And I was getting these prices over the phone, like, oh, like 60 bucks, 80 bucks. And everybody was charging, like, between 60 to $90 for, like, full detail. That's including interior, exterior, engine bay, everything. And I was like, okay, well, I guess that's what I charge, right? So I I based my prices off that for paint correction. and I use that term loosely. Uh, paint correction is, is kind of one of those things where, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, I prefer, you know, uh, Justin Lobato, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and Chris and Chris Parker, you know, those guys use the term paint enhancement. And that's a great term to use because you're enhancing paint. Yeah. Uh, you know, so like paint correction out here, about 150 to $200. Wow. And that's what I started charging. So I go out, I, I, I make a... Um, <laughs> I, I go out and I make uh, I, I'm reading Ivan Price's uh, comment it says where are them car washers at now <laughs> uh, but anyway <laughs> so um, so I, anyway I, I end up charging these prices right and I end up I'm going to take a drink of my coffee here and uh, oh, go for it. I, I'm charging 60 to 90 bucks for full details and I'm charging $180 for, for paint correction now, pain correction, um, I was taking, uh, goodness, three days to do a pain correction, right. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and really, really striving for perfection because that's what I felt the market wanted, right? Oh, it's got to be perfect, man. That was my thing. Like, it's got to be perfect, you know, and, and I did that for for a few years, man. And and I, I, I didn't do those prices for a few years, but I, I always strove for perfection. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, what ends up happening is I'm, I mean, this, this is, um, July of 2015 is when I started my business, uh, July 19th of 2015. I didn't even have a name. Like, I didn't even know, like, what do I call it? You know? And I had all these weird names. I, I sat down with my friend Davi, um, and, and I, like, literally we'd be up at two in the morning. Oh, let's call it pristine auto detailing. And I'm like, no, or let's call it this. And we come up with a cool name and then we look it up and somebody already had it. I'm yeah. Like, oh, great. You know? So I was uh, talking to a friend of mine named Greg, and, and he says, you come up with the name of your business yet? And I said, no, nah, man. He says, well, what's your name? I said, Art. He says, Art of Detail. I'm like, dude, that's genius, bro. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even think about that, right? 
And so that's how I came up with the name Art of Detail. I started, you know, doing a little bit of marketing. I, I hit all the Facebook sites, you know, the garage sale sites, the little things like that. Um, started like trying to hand out flyers, at, at, you know, at places. Uh, got my first customer. I did her car. And so I, I ended up getting a few customers. I was charging these really rock bottom prices. And I ended up six months down the road, I'm broke. And I'm like, yeah. oh man, you know, this isn't, this isn't working, man. This, this is, I just created basically a job for myself. You know, yeah. I mean, I could go to McDonald's and, and make more money, honestly, and, and take less <laughs> risk, not have to pay all these taxes. I'll not have to do all this stuff. And, and I, I, I sat there, I was so frustrated, man. I was like, goodness, what do I do? You know? And, uh, you know, and, and, and to, to give credit where it's due, man, this guy here, Ivan Price, that's on this, uh, that, that's saying, like, banging shout out, keep up the good work and fight. You know, he was honestly kind of a big part of, of getting my name out there as well. You know, he knew I was making waves. Um, he knew that I was I was doing things that were uh, not like anybody else. And he was talking about it. And, and he really helped me out um, in that sense. And a lot of people did. You know, I, there's a lot of people. Um, that are even on this call right here that have been my customers that have helped me out. So I give credit where it's due, man. My customers, the people that come to me, those are the people that built my business. Those are the people that I give credit to, you know, and I, and I see, and I'm going to kind of dive off the topic a little bit here, but I see a lot of detailers out there um, that are complaining about their customer. Customer says this, or they yeah. put up the customer says memes. And I hate that, man. Yeah. You know why? Because I love, I love my customers, yes. man. It doesn't matter what they say. If they call me and say, how much for a detail? That's because they don't know any better. And it's yeah. my job at that point. It's my ethical responsibility at that point to be able to educate that person on, hey, ask qualifying questions. What kind of vehicle do you have? What do you consider? Wash and wax or you got some swirls you want to remove? Why don't we do this? Let's set a consultation. Why don't you come in? Let me check out your car. And then we can sit down. We can talk. And, and we can you know, come up with a, a solution for you. And so that, that to me, um, you know, when you complain, the reason you have customers complaining about you is because you complain about your customers. And yes. that's the bottom line. You're yeah. getting two-star, three-star reviews. You're getting people, um, you know, bashing you and, and, and posting bad things or saying bad things about you. It's because you say bad things about them, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. You don't, don't do that, man. Your customers are your bloodline. They are the people that keep you going, and you should love them. And, and, and that's totally kind of off my subject, but it's something that bothers me a lot and something I see, you know, happen frequently. I, I just, honestly, man, when I see detailers post stuff like that, I just delete them. I don't want to see that, man. I choose to see the light and, and the positivity in this world. And that's what I want to surround myself with. You know, I mean, I lived in a dark place. I was homeless for two years. You know, I lived in a dark place for a long time. You know, I battled some addictions in my life and overcame that. And, and I realize that it's the people that I surround myself with that matter. You know, who you choose to associate with, the people yeah, that you choose yeah. to surround yourself with matter. And, you know, you become like them. You, you know, there, there's a, uh, the rule of six. You know, if you hang out with five, uh, you know, smart people, you're going to be the sixth one. You know, you hang out with five well, people who are successful and making it, you're going to be the sixth one, you know? Yeah. That, that, that's amazing. Um, I, I love that story. And, and, and your point about loving your customers is so critical because there's so many times where I see on Instagram or I see on Facebook where a lot of times they don't even give the customer's name, but yet they're still talking about it. Don't even talk about that. You know, talk about your customers in a positive way. Never bring the negative into it because you're going to attract the negative response. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, it's not all about you, man. You know, it, a lot of people think, you know, I'm going to open it. It's, it's about me. It's not about me, man. It's about your customer. It's about providing a solution, solving a problem that's, that needs to be solved, you know, and that, that's what we do, you know, as business owners, um, you know, you solve a problem, you know, Zenware solves, uh, RoadFS solves a problem for us detailers. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of us detailers that solve problems for other people, right? We're not just car washers. Right. Yeah. Um, the thing is, you know, you've got, you have, go ahead. Go ahead, Art. Go ahead man. No, I, I'm just saying, you know, like, you know, it, it, are car washers a necessary part of the industry? Absolutely, man. You know, you, you have to have the guys out there that are going to go out there and maintain your vehicle for you. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Don't bash those guys either, you know. Um, yeah. But, you know, when a customer's, you know, there's a, there's a separation, there's a line there between, between a car wash and a detail. And, you know, it's up to us to educate that person and let people know that what us detailers solve is a whole different problem than what a car washer would solve. And we are both yeah. necessary. We are both necessary in the industry. And, and don't bash the car washers out there, man. Don't, you know, I don't like when the car washers call themselves detailers because it gives a, a, a really, you know, there's a thin yeah. line there of the explanation between what a detail and a car wash is. Uh, but, I, you know, I do like when they say, you know, mobile car washing. That's awesome, you know, because you're giving that person the exact thing that you provide. The problem that you solve is that you're going to wash their car. You're going to maintain it. You're going to keep it free from debris. Um, and then there's the guys like us out there that are the detailers that are going to get every little nook and cranny. We're going to polish. We're going to work on the swirls, the scratches. We're going to do long-term protection. Um, so, you know, you asked earlier, you know, what, what, where's my focus at? My focus is long-term protection for customers. You know, I want to solve the problem with the person out there. Um, that's sitting there for eight hours washing and waxing their vehicle. They're using paste wax and they're sitting out there for hours and they just can't get it all out. And, and they're taking all that time to, to get their vehicle clean and looking nice and fresh <clears throat> when I can provide a solution for you that would take you 20, 20 minutes to wash your vehicle and it looked like it just came out of my shop. You know, yeah, and that's long-term right. protection for your vehicle with ceramic coatings. Yeah. You know, that's the problem I solve is, is people's time. You know, what is your time worth to you? You know, is, is, do you want to be outside washing and waxing and, and getting your car prepped for a car show for six to eight hours? Or would you rather take 30 minutes doing that and spend the rest of the time with the things that are important to you, which is your family, your loved ones, your friends, or, or even, you know, if you don't, if that's not what you value the most, you know, going out and doing something, watching a movie, going out and, and, and hanging out, doing something, well, going to going fishing, yeah. you know, I mean, I have an employee that loves fishing, man. You know, and I close down on weekends. Why? Because it's what's important to him, man. I'll make him work on weekends. It's what's important to me is family, you know, and, and autonomy, you know, and, and that freedom to do do what I want to do. But you can't do that charging 60 to 80 bucks. Yeah, no. No. And, and I one of the things I wanted to, to talk about, too, is, you know, I, I watch stuff on social media and I see people making comments and it's like, you don't need to talk about how good you are. If you're, if you're focused on telling everybody how great you are and talking about it, that that's your words are worthless. It's your, it's your reputation. It's what you've done. It's what your customers say about you. And when you get to me, the highest compliment is not somebody coming out on social media and, and saying, yeah, that's right, man. Rod's great. It's, it's when a customer sends you their friend, Hey, my mother-in-law needs this, or my friend needs this. Um, we had a guy today that sent me an email. 
and he's been a very long-term customer. He was one of the per people that helped us actually beta test some of our software. And he sent me, he said, hey, this is a friend of mine, and I think she really needs your software. It's helped me, and I think it will help her. That is the highest compliment to me, is when someone refers somebody that they know. It's yeah. not just as some dude. It's like their friend. They're willing to give their friends to you and put yeah. their care in your hands. That is when it's awesome because you don't have to go out there and, and you know, yak about how great you are. Your customers do it for you. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's how you build your business, honestly. And that's how... You know, I don't do any, hardly any advertising. I do some. Um, you know, my advertising is is the work that we do here. You know, yeah. when a person leaves here and they they go to a gas station, their cars look, and somebody talks to them. You know, we have a I have a rule here that every customer that comes through our door gets business cards put on their dash. We fan them out like a little fan. We get like a little, um, we actually put a little gift there for them, uh, thank you notes, things like that. Um, you know, and it just shows that we, we really care. Number one, we give them a thank you note that's personalized to them and shows that we care about them. Thank you. You know, you supported a small family owned business, you know, and, yeah. and, and it's because of you that we thrive and thank you for that. You know, and then we give them some business cards because they are going to tell other people and they are going to, you know, represent your company <clears throat> by their satisfaction. Right? So high satisfaction is important, man. Going through checklists, making sure things are done right. And doing what they paid for, you know, getting yeah, yeah. them what they paid for, um, you know, that that's important. That's how that's how I built my business. That's how most of us build our businesses is just word of mouth, you know, and and, you know, sometimes yeah, word I of mouth a, can be a double edged sword. Yeah, I, I think it's a really big thing. Yeah, It's like I, I keep thinking about, um, you know, you look at people like the Parkers. I look at what you do. Um, and they let their work speak for themselves. And I keep thinking about my son. When he was a freshman, he was actually straddling varsity and JV. And he was a little disappointed that he wasn't all just only on, J on varsity. And I said, look, son, you need to buckle down and just play so that you cannot be ignored. Let your play be the voice. You don't have to talk about how good you are. Let your play on the court, your attitude, your sportsmanship, make it so they can't not put you on the varsity team. And within three games, he was full-time varsity. And I think that's awesome. A, I think that's a very valuable lesson for business owners. It's like Levi said, uh, Levi Gates, he said, look, detailers, quit marketing to detailers, market right. to your customers. Right. Show what you're doing for your customers and you will attract the business that you want and the customers that you want and your business will grow. That's that's true. You know, when when you when you when you start to talk about things like that with your son and the, the whole JV and varsity thing, you know, that's something that he's going to take with him, you know, throughout his life. It's a lesson that he learned throughout his life. Um, I, I've seen a few and I struggle with this as well with employees. Um you know, people come in and they expect a paycheck. They expect, you know, I, I'm owed a paycheck. I'm owed this because, um, you know, I just showed up. You know, don't just show up to work, man. Don't, yeah. You know, and, and if you're, and if you're, you own, if you own a business, and this goes for anybody, this goes for employees, this goes for a business owner, this goes for people in school, whatever. You know, what you told him is like, make them pay attention to you, right? Yeah. So you, yeah. it's the value that you bring to the marketplace as a detailer 
that speaks volumes. What value are you bringing? What problem are you solving that's bringing value to that customer? Same thing with that as being an employee. What value are you bringing to that cust- company so that that company doesn't say, oh, well, we don't really need you around. Yeah. You know, right. we'll, 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 we'll just bring you in when we need you, you know, we, or, or, or when, you know, when, when we have a, a need for you. You want that company to say, hey, you know what, this person's a valuable asset to my company. They're bringing something, uh, you know. They're 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 causing my company to prosper. Yeah, and right. so when you when you're an employee, you have to bring that value. You have to like you told your son, make them pay attention to you, make them fear losing you. Yeah. You know, because if, if, if I'll be honest with you, if an employer does not fear losing you, you're not valuable. And that's harsh, but it's a reality. No, it's true. And, and it's the same thing with our industry, right? Yeah. It's the same thing with our businesses. If we're not valuable. We're not needed, you yeah. know, and, and same thing with everything in life. Be of value to the things that are important to you. Know what your core values are. You know, what's important? What is the number one most important thing to you? And base everything off of that. You know, family is important to me. I don't sit here and work 12, 16 hour days, man. I don't yeah. work seven days a week. I used to, yeah. you know, I used to, I used to sit there, you know, when I first started going broke for, for the first six months of my, my career, it was me just, just the hustle, the grind, right? And, and that, that's what I felt had to be important to me. But when I really sat down, I bought Rennie's book, um, you know, How to Start a Home-Based Detailing Business. I read that book. I watched a webinar that he did, and I, it just made a lot of sense. You know, he said three words in there. He said, make yourself famous. I wrote those, I wrote those words down. He has this big webinar, right? I mean, it's like an hour long, and he's like just, just blasting value. And I'm like, man, this guy's I didn't, I didn't know who he was. You know, I didn't pay attention to anybody out there, but I ran across this webinar. He said those three words. He talked about knowing your worth, knowing your value. I sat here and I listened to this. I was on the couch at home because I didn't have any work, obviously. And, and my wife's sitting there, April, and, she's, and, and, and when it's finished, I looked at her. I said, did you hear that? She goes, I've been telling you this the whole time, right? And, and I'm like, yeah, I know. And she's, she's like, I've been telling you this. You need to raise your prices. You're not like everybody else out there. You're, right. you're worth more. And I said, I'm going to call him up. So I called him up and, and he puts me on the phone. This is a valuable lesson too. Let me, let me let you talk to Diane because she's the, she, she's the mastermind behind my business. And I wasn't listening to my wife, right? So <laughs> kind of the moral of the story is like, sometimes we got to listen to our wives, you know, listen to the people around us um, that are seeing from the outside in and not from the inside out. And I talked to her and I asked her, what does he mean by those words? You know, she laid out a little plan for me and I followed it. Um, I also bought a book. So I'm going broke, right? I'm, I'm online and I'm thinking, man, there's got to be something out there, a book I could read, somebody I can talk to. I ran across this book by accident called Six Months to Six Figures. It's by Peter Vogue. And I started laughing and I said, well, I went broke in six months. What do I got to lose? <laughs> so I got this book, right? And, and I start reading it. And then I, I stopped and I said, wait, this isn't a book you read, man. This is a book you take actions on. Yes. You know, and I, I followed it to a T. And I followed what Diane told me to a T. And within six months, I went from making, in a six-month period from July 2015 to December, I made $2,000 total, maybe at the most. But I like, was in the red big time, you know, because you got to remember, I'm paying insurance. I'm paying right. overhead. I'm paying yeah. all these things. I'm in the red big time. I'm broke. I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to go bankrupt here. I raised my prices. And, and it's crazy because when I raised my prices, it got rid of a lot of the people that would lowball me. Yeah. And I started getting the customer that would walk in. I'd give them a price. They wouldn't even ask for a price, you know. 
they they just come in and I tell them what I do and then they say okay cool and here's my keys and then I give them price later sometimes I I do up front but sometimes it was later you know how much did it cost you fifteen hundred bucks okay and they hand you their card and you're like yeah. wow I, I just asked for fifteen hundred dollars for a freaking detail and they paid it yeah. you know what I'm doing something right <laughs> you know and, and so it's it's one of those things where you know um, you know I started out you know, very humble beginnings in the trunk of my car. I ended up going into my garage at home because after the third car that I did, uh, it was an SUV. I polished the whole side of this car. And a bit, I live in New Mexico, which is in Albuquerque, which is desert. And, I, and I was actually doing this car up in Rio Rancho, which is really desert. It's just kind of a little city on the side of us here. And a big gust of wind came and just blasted the car with sand. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to start over. You know, and so uh, I, at that point, I figured I, I got to be indoors yeah, with the yeah, type yeah. of detailing that we do. <clears throat> and um, I, I ended up in my garage. Um, I, I, I outgrew my garage pretty quickly. And that was all by following Diane's advice. What I do is I go out to grocery store parking lots. I wouldn't go to car shows. I go to car shows, but I, that wasn't my focus. I would just talk to normal, everyday people with normal, everyday cars, right? I come up and I say, hey, you know, that, that, is that your car? Yeah, cool. I love that car. It's cool. Here's my card. My name's Art Baca. I own Art of Detail. I would really love to work on your car. And a lot of times they start asking questions. And then right there, you're getting quotes yeah. and estimates on the spot. Um, after I, the first day I did this, I handed out a thousand business cards. I talked to a thousand people. And the only reason I came home was because I ran out of cards. <laughs> wow. uh, within a couple, within a few weeks, I start, my business starts growing. People start calling, people start coming through, uh, started hitting the car clubs here in town, started talking to them. Um, and, and it just, I outgrew my garage pretty quickly, ended up in a 1200 square foot space, which I outgrew in three months. And now I've got a uh, total right now to this date, I've got almost 5,000 square feet. Wow. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, 4,500 square feet. Um, and I've got a, a big shop with, you know, with some bays next door. I bought a building next door to me, which is my office and my uh, consultation area. So I separate, you know, the shop from my consultation and business area. And what that allows is that doesn't allow distraction. Yeah, right. So these guys that are working, they don't need to be distracted. They need to be working on your vehicle making sure they're focused on that over here. You can come and you can walk in, you can have some coffee, you can sit down, we can hang out, we can talk. Uh, but that, that's what we do, man. You know, and that, that's what I did. And I, I, that's how I built my business. Honestly, it's just word of mouth, just talking to people. And I still do that every day, man. I make it a goal to talk to at least 10 people a day. I go out and hand out cards. I talk to people. Um, and it's a numbers game, you know? So when that, those three words make yourself famous came through and I asked Diane about that, you know, she said it's not Hollywood famous. It's just that people need to know you're there. Yeah. And, you know, and I like what you said, because I think a lot of people think that, you know, when they think about a numbers game, they're thinking dialing for dollars. But what you're doing different is you're actually going out where the car is, where the people are, and you're making a person to person connection. And I think there's yeah. a lot of value in making that person to person connection because people want to do business with people that they know and trust. And by going out to where they are and able to actually talk about their car right there on the spot, you're automatically building the trust and a relationship with them that's going to steamroll into the future. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and it's a personality too, you know. I mean, yeah. you got to be – you have to smile, man. You have to be genuine. You know, be genuine, be trans. Don't be fake, man. Don't be who you're not. Yeah, you know, yeah. be genuine, be transparent. I, I'm a car guy. I, I love cars, Dan. I, I love every car, you know, and, and 
I, you know, I, I get a little focused nowadays on like, you know, I wanted a, uh, one of the, the Panamera four door Porsche. I, I, I hunted one of those, right. And finally got one in. <laughs> so and it was funny because the ones I hunted didn't come in, but one of my customers actually knew a guy and sent him in and we did his Panamera and I was so excited. I was like, boom, got one. Next goal, Bugatti. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know if anybody has, you know, wow. you know it's like, but it's, it's like, like a Jaguars. Stalker, I love Jaguars. You know? He's the car, I, I the am, car man. stalker. I, I love it. I yeah, love it. I stalk. I stalk these dudes. I, I'm, I'm like this little guy right here, man. Like Danny Coker. <laughs> I just pull people over. You know. Well, you know interesting about that is you talk about making yourself famous or just getting your name out there. Once you understand what that kind of means, um, it was hilarious. Jody and I laughed about it. So we were very fortunate enough last year to be involved in Air Force One with Rennie, Diane, and PNS, and everybody up there in Seattle, and it was a fantastic experience. And uh, uh, we really immersed ourselves in it. I mean, head first, dove in. And um, so just out of sheer luck, the guy from the Seattle Times walked in to take pictures and interview people. And he grabbed me and one of the Ryan Ryans. And he so my name ends up in the Seattle Times. Fast forward two months after the event, I got two phone calls from Boise, Idaho <laughs> to detail people's cars. And I'm a software guy. And I had to tell them, I'm like, ah, I'm a software guy. And they both were like, yeah, but you detailed airplanes. And I'm like, I know I'm a car guy, but I don't do that for, here's the name of a guy. And I, I was, I was texting people. I was calling people. I was like, who's the guy? And they're like, oh, I'm going to go to build a buff man. He's right there. He's you know, he's like six hours. <laughs> I'm trying to find somebody in the IDA that was in Washington that could detail these cars. But it's simply getting your name out there that does that. I mean, it, it starts a buzz. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And it's getting your name out. Um, so, so a lot of what I see happen um, is exactly what Levi had. I didn't, I, I didn't hear it, but I just I heard about it. What Levi had talked about, you know, don't market to detailers. They're not your market, you know. And then when people, they, they invite me to like their Facebook page or, or whatever, I, I'll go like it, but I won't follow it because yeah. I'm not your market, man. Yeah. I, I'm not. Sorry. I forgot to turn my phone off um but anyway um one of the things that's interesting that you said there uh you mentioned the ida yeah and, and I, I wanted to kind of talk about this a little bit because it's i feel it's an important issue uh to talk about and i in no way shape or form um you know get paid from them or anything like that to do this but i do talk about the ida with detailers i did this uh, up in uh uh, where were we? Orlando. <laughs> yeah. Up in Orlando, you know, I talked about the IDA a little bit. And, uh, you know, you see people kind of bash the IDA on Facebook or they talk about things like, oh, well, you know, it's just it's it's not advanced. Or, or what, what do you mean by advanced? You know, what I mean, like what what is, what are you trying to accomplish by joining an association? You're not trying to accomplish getting your name out there that's not what you're trying to do yeah what you're trying to accomplish is you're trying to accomplish a uh a network of people so when i i joined the ida back in 2000 january of 2016 it was january 1st of 2016 i joined um at the advice of course of diane she had talked to me about it. i didn't know what it was but i knew that hey i i'm looking for networking i'm looking to learn and i'm looking to you know not only take my business but my life to a different level there's got to be people out there that are succeeding because I didn't know anybody, you know, yeah, I mean, right. I, I'm just this little dude from Albuquerque and I still am. I'm just, this dude, you know, I had a guy come in a couple of days ago and, and he, he's in my shop. He's just staring at him like, Hey, how's it going? You know, 
you're here to get a quote on your vehicle? He goes, no, man, I'm actually talking to you. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, man, I'm actually talking to a real life detailed mafia member. <laughs> I <started laughs> laughing. I'm like, I'm like, Hey man, we're just ordinary dudes, man. We're just ordinary guys, man. Nothing special. You know I mean? You know, do, do we have a lot of, uh, a lot of pool? Yeah, but it's, it's, we're just ordinary dudes, man. You know, how can I help you? He wants to start a detailing shop. Um, we talked a little bit, but we talked, you know, I talked about the idea. Here's the thing with the idea. Uh, you hear people say on the IDA, it's not what you, the IDA can do for you. It's what you can do for the IDA. Yeah. Okay. There's some truth to that. But when people are looking for something like an association to join, they are actually seeking what that, that association can do for them, right? There's got to be a benefit. Sure. Yeah. And so the benefit behind that um, is, number one, it's a network of people that are wanting this industry to become something bigger than what it is. And they're like-minded, you know, do we all see eye to eye? Absolutely not. You get 300 people in a room. Some people are going to butt heads, right? It's not going to always be, you know, a a bucket of cherries, you know, but what you have is you have a network of people that you can reach out to. You have a network of people that um, have the same goal, the same mission as you, and we help each other along. Right. So the resources that are available to you, um, monthly webinars, archived webinars, you've got people that you can reach out to, their phone numbers are listed. That's how I ended up meeting most of the people that I know. Um, right. And that is, in all honesty, one of the top reasons why my business thrives and why I am where I am today is because I was able to reach out to people that were successful, that were playing the game at a high level through the IDA reach out to those people and say, Hey, listen, this is the problem I'm having. Yeah. What's my solution. And, and, and they give you that solution. And if you follow it nine times out of 10, you're going to be successful at it, but it has to be consistent action that you take. Not just like, okay, I'm going to do this this week. And then yeah. the next week, start something else. Yeah. It's got to be consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's what that offers. You know, that's what the IDA can do for you. It can give you, an association of people, a network of people that you can reach out to that are playing the game at a high level. And even guys that aren't, you know, that, Hey, you know, we can all come together and brainstorm and come across with some ideas that may work for each other. That's what that's all about down the road. Now, you know, you want to give back and and it's all about giving back. Right. So down the road, you want to give back. That's why I did the, the, uh, well, the seminar at, at Mobile Tech Expo because yeah. I wanted to give back to the industry. I wanted to tell my story. <clears throat> well, and and that and darts that event specifically was the reason why I wanted to reach out to you because I, you know, after your 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 seminar that you gave at Mobile Tech Expo, I cannot tell you how many people walked out of that room and said, "Wow, that yeah. that was the best." hour that I spent at Mobile Tech Expo. And I think that is a, a key thing is that when you are giving back, it not only helps the industry, it helps individuals, but also elevates you as a key player in the industry and it elevates all people. And that I think that's a real critical point. So absolutely we all gotta help each other, man. You know, don't be against each other. You know, help each other out, man. You know Stay away from the negativity. Stay away from all. I, I'm not a part of forums. I, 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 you know, you invite me to a forum, I'm taking myself right out. Um, and their forums uh, do serve a purpose, and they are good, good in some ways. 
but I just don't get involved with them. I, yeah. I, I don't like them. I don't get involved with them. Uh, you never see me in forums. There's only one detailing forum I'm a part of, which is the Detailers Network, um, you know, which is, is, is our network in the Detail Mafia and the Detailers Network, the guys that aren't Mafia, um, you know, made men, um, are a part of what we do, you yeah. know, and we treat them just like we treat anybody else, you know, and, and, and it's, it's an amazing experience, man. I mean, you know, for me to talk to Diane six months in and her to take the time to talk to me made a lasting impression on me. And, you know, I, I, I made it a goal to go to his class. I went to his class in July of 2018, just six, you know, six, seven, eight months ago, you know, yeah. I went to his class and, and, and just so valuable, but you know what, what I didn't ex really expect out of that was, you know, it, it goes beyond just a week of training. You know, yeah. you, you get to learn from some really, really solid people. Um, and, and it does take your, it doesn't just take your business to a new level. You know, you own your business, you own your own success. And I think that's what a lot of people do these days is they want people to uh, make them successful, right? Oh, I, I'm going to hang out with this guy because they're going to make me successful. Going to detailing success doesn't make me successful. I own that. I'm responsible yeah. for my own success. Uh, what, what it's done is it's taken not only my business, my lifestyle, but my relationships to a new level. I've learned, you know, to, to develop some really solid relationships uh, with, with some people out there that, that are just, you know, not only killing it in their industry, but killing it in, in their lives, man. You yeah. know, doing what's important to them. Yeah, so that, 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 that that's important. Yeah, that that's really the key. And you know, it's it's, it's funny because mm -hmm. a lot of people call us sometimes and they'll they'll say, "Hey, Jody, we're we're looking at you guys' software, but we're also looking at at this software to run our business." And and I always get down to the question, "Tell me what you want to accomplish." Because there are scenarios, hands down, that we think there's another software that might be a better fit. In fact, Rod actually walked somebody down to a competitor's booth and said, look, I think you're a better fit for them. And it's really about being a good neighbor within an industry and trying to make sure that all people are successful because there's plenty of room for everybody in all markets to be strategic. But to your point, if you're not elevating your own game as an individual, you have to own that success. You own the company, but you have to own your own personal success and surrounding yourself and with positive people and networking with strong individuals will help you improve your game. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's about the people you surround yourself with, man. You really become who you surround yourself with, you know, and, and, you know, if, if you sound, surround yourself with a bunch of complainers, guess what you're going to be? You're going to be a complainer. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you surround yourself to people that, that are that are taking their business, their lifestyle to a different level. You're going to take your lifestyle, your business to a different level, man. I mean, I don't want to talk to the guy in all honesty and we'll talk monetary here. Um, I don't want to, you know, hang out and talk and get advice from the guy making five, five or even six figures, man. <laughs> you know, I want to talk to the guy making a million billion dollars. Right. Exactly. If I want to get to a million, if I want to get to a million bucks. Guess who I'm going to talk to? I'm going to talk to a millionaire. Exactly. You know, how did you get there? What did you do? What advice can you give me in my industry that can take it to? It's it's amazing that you know business <clears throat> on its own is is not um, discriminatory. You know, no. you can take mentors from outside of your specific industry mm -hmm. and learn from them and adapt that to 
what you are doing. Yeah. And, and, and so it's not just talking to, to Randy. It's not just talking to, to even you guys. I mean, you guys have built something amazing. Um, you know, it's talking to people out there that are making it, man. Go to your local real estate company, uh, the biggest real estate company in your area, and you talk to the guy that owns that real estate company. Yeah, and you'll be surprised that they will actually sit down and talk with you. Yeah. You know, I had lunch with I, – I called one up and said, hey, remember I invited you to lunch? He goes, yeah. I said, let's do it. I told you I wanted to have lunch with you, and I'll tell you why. I want to pick your brain. Yeah. We went and had lunch, had great conversation, man. And he hooked me up with some people, you know, and, and um, you know, you learn off of these guys, man. What That hustle, man, the real, real estate company, if you want to hustle – you learn from one of those guys. Yeah, they that's hustle. That's grinding. Really. That that's real grinding right there. That's real. Um, you know, if you if you want to learn how to do anything, talk to a person who's successful at it. Yeah. You know, that's that's all there is to it, really. I, yeah. I love that. So go ahead. So yeah, I mean, I was just going to key off of that. Is I I belong to a uh, here in town. We belong to the Chamber of Commerce, um, and we go into it with a different attitude. We don't go into it like there's these leads groups. I don't go into there thinking somebody's going to pass me a lead. I go in there to have a relationship with these people and yeah. learn what their business does specifically because they're not my, my industry. You know, there's a, there's a real estate guy in there that's super, super successful. There's uh, a guy that's, that's involved in um, a nonprofit there and they, man, they got to hustle with that nonprofit. He's got to really work and they're great people to mentor with and get advice from and, and learn with them because because they're going to, like you said, they're going to help elevate your business. And if I'm just following around every other software company, and like you said, trying to go, oh, well, this guy's at 100 bucks an hour, this guy's at 50, well, I'm coming in at 75, that, that's really, that's not going to make it. you got to do something different. Nah, you, you do. And, and, and that, so what, what that is doing is that's the age-old thing of, of being competitive. Yeah. You know, you know I want to compete with everybody. How do I compete? I I take what's the lowest and the highest and meet them in the middle. Yeah. You know, competition's unhealthy, man. You don't want to compete. You want to crush, right? You want to yep. dominate your, your market. And <laughs> exactly. when you're dominating your market, it's a whole different ballpark. And then, and then once you get to that point where you're dominating, it's all about staying there, man, because you can get relaxed. And I've yeah. done this, man, where I got relaxed. I'm like, okay, cool. Everything's just coming through. I'm going to kick back. I'm going to relax. I'm going to chill out. And then all of a sudden, boom, it just tanks. <laughs> and, and then you realize, like, hey, man, you know, when you get to that point, you got to stay there. You got to continuously do things and come up with ideas that are going to help you stay there, right? Because yeah, yeah. everything has to be fresh, man. I talked to um, you know, a guy yesterday. We did a mastermind call. Um, God, I can't remember his name for the lie. I'm horrible with names. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, it was Peter Boog. It was part of the Game Changers Academy. Peter, Peter Boog did a live we do these once a month, and, um, you know, he, I asked the question, hey, you know, this is the problem I'm having in my area is six months ago, there's 136 detailers out here. Mm -hmm. Now there's over, it's almost 1,300 to this day, and they just keep coming up. They keep coming. It's like you opened up like like one of those little, I hate to give this analogy, but you, you open up a manhole cover and all the cockroaches come out, man. They're just <laughs> everywhere, just running everywhere. I'm like, oh, my God. You know what's and, and so what happens is when you saturate the market like that, it devalues it. Yeah. So they're competing with each other at sixty to ninety dollars <laughs> for full details. Now the average price is about fifty to sixty bucks. There's even a guy out here doing it for twelve dollars and fifty cents. Oh man. I, I'm like, dude, like yeah. you and, and there's guys that came aboard like two years ago um, that saw what I was doing and said, Oh man, I can do that, you know, and, and they came out and they just kinda went full bore. 
but they're charging low prices and now they're selling their businesses, they're closing their yeah. businesses, they're and, and there's just not anything that was sustainable with that. So you watch this happen. I've never watched it happen to this degree. And I say, you know, with, with the saturation of the market out there, I mean, I know I play in a different ballpark and in a different game, but with the saturation that's out there, you know, what can I do to make sure that I'm not a statistic? You yeah, know? Right, and right. he says, man, you know, you really just got to do some value added services, man. Yeah. You know, we talked about value added services. I'm like, man, that's what I kind of let go of a little bit. So now it's about, you know, what can I do to add value to the services that I'm already doing? You know, and, and that's where you make your money. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we ought, we ought to really schedule a second uh, one of these Facebook Lives. So because I'd really like to hone in on that topic. I think there's a whole, you know, discussion that we could have about competition, pricing, you know, marketing yourself against competition or with competition with the mindset that, you know, I can be in a market, I can dominate a market, but I also have to figure out ways to protect my market because I keep thinking of playing king of the hill. You know, you get, as a kid, you're on top of the hill and everybody's scrapping to get yeah. you off the top, right? And so you yes. have to develop strategies to protect that. So, and I know we've gone a little bit long and, and dude, we can keep going. I, I love this conversation and I would love to schedule for a round two, but First of all, thank you for joining us. And two, how do people find you so that we can, you know, get people to come to Art of Detail? Okay. Um, I am in Albuquerque, New Mexico. My address is 5901 4th Street Northwest. Um, if you're in Albuquerque, I am three blocks north of Montano. Uh, my phone number is 505-948-9457. You can reach me there. You can stop in. My doors are open. My doors are never locked. Um, I, I welcome everybody to come in, even if you just want to chat, come in, um, you know, and, and uh, I'm also available online at artofdetail.net. So probably the best way, best place to go initially to look at what I have to offer compared to what other people do is my website. Yeah, and let, awesome. let's emphasize that. That is artofdetail.net. Um, so, .net, yeah, so make sure you guys know that. Thanks again, Art. We appreciate you uh, joining us. And guys, thank you. Really, you need to get engaged in the IDA, other networks. You need to, if you want to elevate your business, you need to get engaged. And thank you very much, Art. You guys have a fantastic sure. day. And we will catch you guys next week for another episode of Mafia mm -hmm. Memoirs.